0: full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm so excited to be back after a little bit of a summer break, which was definitely needed, but happy to be back. And I couldn't imagine um, starting back without a CPA chat. So I'm so happy, yeah, <laughs> that my co-host for the CPA chat, Michelle Tross Made Times. I know she's been busy also. Michelle, welcome, welcome back. Why, thank you. I'm happy to be back also. So, Michelle, how has business been for you? Because when I sent you the reminder about us recording, I know I'm like, gosh, two months has flown by because you were one of my last recordings in June. But at the same time, I feel like it was a long summer.
1: <laughs> it is, and it has been, and it it still is. And it's weird. You know, um, I was saying to someone just yesterday that the pandemic really impacted a few businesses. We all know that over mm-hmm. the last couple of years, especially those in hospitality. But those of us in... Um, Especially in accounting and some of the services, it's been super busy, which is great, right? But also just busy. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, we definitely are learning to say no more. I mean, it's definitely like, you know, you hear that saying, you know, strike it when the iron's hot, but it's, it's melting, it's burning, you know, like it's too (laughs) much right now. So it was nice to force me to have a break with my son, who's about to start second grade, my husband, who's a teacher, everybody was home. So it was nice to, I kind of just try to do work early mornings until about midday and then try to enjoy summertime with the boys. How about you?
1: Nice. Yeah, I, I, I've I been full on, um, you know, summer, it's just sort of an extension of, of all the other work year round. Of course, my kids are, are grown adults, uh, mm-hmm. so I don't have the the luxury anymore of the forced sort of summer break because <laughs> <Yeah>. your kids are <laughs> in school. Uh, but that's OK. But I did just get back from uh, vacation, which was which was awesome. Um, and being able to travel, we actually went overseas. And so that was really exciting and uh, nice to kind of sort of, you know, get your feet back into the water. Water, so to speak of, of travel with the pandemic and how to do it safely. And it was great.
0: Same here. I went to, I just went to Mexico out of the country, but went to Miami, but it just felt good. You know, just being able to be out, people weren't wearing masks, nobody got sick, you know, like everything has been very smooth this summer. So I'm looking forward to the fall and 2023 and beyond. So, you yes. know, with, with that being said, I thought about, okay, it's, Mid year, uh, this show will air in August. And when I'm always trying to think about topics, I'm trying to think, well, what's relative to our listeners at this time? And one of the topics I was thinking about was talking about, you know, this mid year financial review for small businesses. And Michelle, with your 20 plus years of experience, I would love if you could kind of just lead us into what's the purpose of a mid-year business financial review for a small business owner that's listening. So I think a lot of people might be like mid-year, like I'm just barely <laughs> making it maybe week to week or month right. to month, but I feel like it's definitely important with scaling up and just helping your business grow.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You're you're exactly right. I mean, mid-year, it's kind of a weird phrase, right? Because some businesses are very seasonal and Mm -hmm. some businesses have different fiscal year ends. So I think, you know, we, you know, with a calendar year think, okay, yep, this is the time. It's it's August. Um, We are trying to think about, okay, well, what do we need to do to wrap up Q3, head into Q4 and get ready for our fiscal year end if you're a calendar year end organization And it is a good time to really start thinking about, you know, well, what what has happened? What what did I do? You know, maybe compare your actuals versus budget, you know, take a a really deep dive into what's going on here? What, What was successful? What did I do well? What didn't I do well? And where should my business start heading in the future? So really sort of stepping back to evaluate the business's performance, if you will, from a financial perspective, coupled with all of those non financial touch points, you know, your goals, your objectives. um, You know, where are you? It's been, it's been a rough few years. And this Mm -hmm. year has been no different than the last couple of years before it. And it's just something that really, I do encourage folks strongly that you take this time to really just step back and take a deep breath, Mm -hmm. close the door, turn the phone off and really just step back and think and evaluate the business's performance. Where are you? What can you do better in the next few months and what do you need to change
0: and what's been going well? That's wonderful. And I think sometimes and correct me if you've seen it different, Michelle, a lot of people just feel like it's going to take weeks. It's going to take all these hours. And to your point, just turn off the phone, close the door and just start maybe 30 minutes, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. But just. But that's why it's important to also make sure that you're reconciling your books on a monthly basis, or you have a bookkeeper and accountant helping you because they're doing the heavy lifting for you. And you just have to sit down and listen to what they're going to present to you. Or if you are uh, running your own books, hopefully you're staying on top of things to where you're at that point where it's really just standard operating procedures. Let me just review instead of just one month. Let me look at year to date. Yep. What's left for this year. I have quite a few clients where I'm setting up mid-year tax planning meetings with their tax accountant that I work very closely with just because, you know, we talked about this summer before we know it, it's going to be October <laughs> and then we're going to blank and it's going to be tax time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah. So one of the uh, key things when you're doing a financial review is evaluating your cash. Uh, We have always heard that saying cash is king. It's a very important component of your business operations. But I've also seen sometimes, unfortunately, when people have too much money and the cash flow is very strong, you're not really looking at all of the aspects of your cash flow as you should, because even though revenue is great, Are you managing your expenses properly? Um, Are you paying attention to collections? There might be customers that haven't paid you and things are past due two or three months, but because other people are paying you, you might not take heed to that. But um, you really want to make sure that you're looking at your cash flow because this is where I've seen, and Michelle, let me know if you've seen it with small businesses, they really struggle.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, cash is king. Um, But I I love what you said about, you know, managing expenses, because I think small business owners in particular get this woohoo kind of attitude you know cash mm-hmm. is in the bank i feel good you know'm I'm, I'm selling whatever the goods or services i am and, and my revenues my net income looks good but that's just part of the story you should yeah. be really focused on you know well, what expenses do I have and you know again to your point this whole idea of mid-year review means you know well when we started the year we had all these ambitions and mm-hmm. you know where where are we in terms of those and that that's part of cash flow also are mm-hmm. you you have enough Cash in the bank to finish out the year strong? Do you know, are you spending heavy in the second half of the year because of what the seasonality of your business is or what you might need to do or what your plans were? And, and also to your point, you know, cash flow, it's really important to think about, yes, I'm sold a lot of things, but where are you sitting in terms of your receivables?
0: Right. Your, conditions,
1: your issues with, you know, are people paying you on a timely basis? And maybe it's time to start planning now for changes you might want to make in terms of either pricing or your terms with your customers starting next year.
0: Mm-hmm. And we definitely have all been affected by the inflation that we've seen this year. And honestly, Michelle, I'm encouraging some of my um, clients that mid-year, at any point, you can increase your prices if you're seeing, that it's increased so significantly um, Mm -hmm. to the point where you're just losing and you're not seeing um, a positive profit margin. So I have heard that quite a bit where people are saying, you know, they started new prices, July one, or they're going to start new pricing like the beginning of a quarter, definitely maybe the beginning of the month and giving folks, you know, 30 days or whatever they feel is reasonable in their industry to let their clients know like, Hey, things are going up because a lot of times we've gotten comfortable with our revenue price point. But when those expenses go up, you need to adjust your revenue as well, or find other expenses that you can reduce.
1: Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. And I also um, often advise clients, you know, whether we're in this current sort of inflationary period or not, that there needs to be an evaluation of your pricing, um, you know, scheme, if you will. You know, where where are you in pricing, and and don't be don't be afraid to to raise prices even slightly year over year, just because it's important that you recognize the value not only of what you're doing or what you're selling or the services you're providing but also that it, you know, prices increase. All the time, anyway, not just in an inflationary period. And and what are you doing to evaluate where your price point is? What is the market telling you in mm-hmm. terms of you know other competitors, what they're selling their goods and services at? It's just it, you know pricing is an interesting dynamic, and and we're not you know salespeople, right? Mm-hmm. You know we're accountants, but I do encourage clients to you know open that door to have that discussion and do that research and evaluate where they stand for sure. Michelle,
0: I think that might be a topic for another CPA chat. I like that (laughs) pricing because I have, I've been on panels where people, they think it's this cookie cutter. Okay. I'm an artist. What should I price this at? Or I am a home care provider. What should I price this at? And t- and I'm glad that you said it's industry specific, you know, right. what's happening in the area that you're selling the customers, you know, your people that selling similar things, because I can't charge $500 an hour for accounting services and Michelle's charging a hundred, you know, some things are just ridiculous, but at the same time, neither one of us should be, Charging twenty five dollars an hour because then that waters right. down the market for other CPAs. So pricing is a very uh, tricky process, but it's very necessary. Michelle, I would say annually it should be reviewed. Do you? Agree?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, you're exactly right. And and don't don't always think that you know the lowest or cheapest one um, out there wins. Right. Mm-mm. That that's, it's not a game. It's not about winning. And and that is not a true statement.
0: Absolutely. So we've talked about, you know, the purpose of the mid-year financial review, evaluating your cash. Michelle, can you talk about these goals that you should establish when you're doing your financial review or like you said, reevaluating the goals?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I think we start off the year with these, you know, great expectations, high hopes. We put this, you know, if we did, we put this lovely budget together, and we said this is what we plan to do. And then it sits on a shelf almost. If you're not really <laughs> evaluating it each month or comparing your actuals to budget, and then if you go back to it and you look and say, well, what was I thinking? And so that's the other thing about developing the budget is I encourage, my, you know, my clients at least to to really be very thoughtful about putting notes, you know, words next to the numbers. What were mm-hmm. your thoughts when you put this number together? Where mm-hmm. did you decide you, you would land on this particular uh, account or, or, you know, revenue stream or expense? And so, you know, when we go back and look at it and evaluate where we are versus those anticipated objectives it's really a good point to say okay well what are what do we need to do what do we need to change how can we adjust and and you know really are were those goals that we set in the beginning of the year are they still relevant right now i mean Things change, right? You know, we we had a pandemic. Who had that on their (laughs) (laughs) right? So, I mean, you know, we didn't anticipate anything uh, in that sort of realm happening. But I'm also hearing, you know, it's been a lot of rain. There's been flooding. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. we've had some other natural disasters or things happening. So maybe things change. And so maybe you need to shift some of your budget anticipated objectives or goals. So so that's where it kind of all comes together. Really thinking about, well, what was I initially contemplating? Where am I now? What do I need to shift? And, and how can I adjust?
0: Yeah, th- those are all great points. And I love that you said things change and especially being a small business for me coming from the corporate world, you have this budget and it's like the Bible, you know, like you have to go by this budget. And I feel like the biggest thing I've learned being a small business owner and working with small business owners is you have to pivot and things constantly change. (laughs) So it's like that reprogramming for years. We've always been told this is the budget. You can't go outside of it. You're going to be penalized if no, like, like you said, a pandemic happened. I can't be held to the same sales when things are shut down for months right. or prices have increased so significantly from my vendors. Now I have to increase prices. I lost my biggest customer. That was more than 50% of my total revenue. These are all things that if you're analyzing your books monthly, it shouldn't be that big of a surprise when you do your mid-year review, but it's also part of the mid-year review too, is not just looking backwards, but it's to look forward. So I love that you said you encourage you know your clients to do forecasts and budgets i do as well and to your point a budget is only as good as the details that you put into it. Because when I tell my clients, oh yeah, there's a budget function in QuickBooks, but you have to break it down into all of the chart of accounts. It can't just be expenses. It needs to right. office, office supplies, advertising, rent. You have to take the time. And you can, for some things, kind of peanut butter jelly divided by 12 and do that, but some things aren't. It's you know very variable to sales. So I just think I would definitely challenge those small businesses that have probably even if you haven't been in business long, it's just a good practice to start um, having a budget to start off the year, review that budget. At least, you know, I would be looking at the budget every month, but definitely what we're talking about mid year for sure, because you still have enough time to make changes to reach those goals by the end of the year.
1: Right. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's the objective, right? And and also as we start to get into the fall, don't we all start thinking about taxes?
0: Yes. And that's, that's the next thing, you know, I just had a uh, set up a meeting yesterday with one of my clients and I'm like, okay, we're about to close out July. Some tax accountants will say, I want nine months of activity, but with me having a newer client and she had a lot of questions, I'm like, Hey, we have enough Data. We have two quarters worth of information. Let's just start projecting what we think this tax liability might be or what you should do with payroll, you know, like Mm -hmm. to help offset some tax liability or does it make sense to purchase an asset? So this is where it's key to have a great tax accountant. Me and Michelle are not tax accountants. We give that disclaimer all the time, (laughs) but we work with amazing tax accountants and we sit in, at least I know I do, Michelle on these meetings and at least the initial ones. Like if we're having a kickoff meeting, I'm always in communication with the tax accountants that my clients use. 90% of them use the same one that I refer, but I just think it's so important to make sure that you're marrying together the bookkeeping side and the tax side, and that's Absolutely. all part of the mid-year review.
1: Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and and you're right. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not a tax accountant, um, and I think that that's also maybe another important topic to talk about. You know, there are different types of accountants. There are different yes. types of roles that everybody plays, and so I I tell clients all the time, look, you want a tax specialist, one that you know spends all of their time you know focused on tax planning, tax advising, and tax preparation. They understand the tax rules and laws. It's, it's like, it's the same language, right? You know, we're all talking about numbers and financials, but it has, you know, tax side of things puts a different dialect, on the numbers and so it's really important to sit down with that tax accountant and just sort of evaluate and say okay where are we in terms of my tax consequences for this year and that that might guide you you, you still have time to make some other decisions throughout the rest of the year to either um, you know decrease your tax consequences or just plan accordingly right like and the worst part for me is when clients come to me and say ugh you know I had to pay so much in taxes this year how can I avoid that next year well it's called planning.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will say the tax accountant that I use, there's a small fee, but it's not the same fee that you would pay to have your taxes completely prepared. Again, it's just an estimate, but it's money well spent if it's going to save you thousands or put you in a position to help your business grow. Right. Exactly. So Michelle, what's the last thing we should do um, in this process of a mid-year financial review?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, after all of that, that we just talked about and the last part, I would say is, you know, there are lessons to be learned here, right? So Mm -hmm. we're looking at, what did we think in the beginning of the year? We put these you know, grandiose ideas and plans out there. We put a budget together. We're looking at it. Okay, where are we? Where did we land? What were my goals and objectives? What happened? What changed? What do I need to do to plan for the second half of the year and maybe make some adjustments along the way? Well, write these things down. You know, talk about what it is that's, that's happening this year and what you're doing to affect those changes, because then we're going to get to December and January. and You're going to be like, okay, well, what am I going to do this year? And it's like, don't start with a blank slate, you Mm -hmm. know, start with the lessons learned from last year and then think about, okay, I can't control everything. I can't predict everything, but here's what I want to do. Here's what I plan to do. And how am I going to hold myself accountable to these goals and objectives? And who can I put around me to make sure that I'm being held accountable to, to my goals and objectives? And put in maybe a plan of maybe evaluating that grandiose budget idea mm-hmm. and, you know, on a regular basis, maybe not mid-year, maybe quarterly at least, or To your point, monthly, you know, that's the whole point of putting together the budget is to make sure that you can start reacting, evaluating kind of where you are and then reacting prospectively and and on time as opposed to maybe when it's the 11th hour.
0: Yeah. And the key thing that I heard from what you said is accountability. Um, that's something that I learned, even myself personally, being a small business owner. No one's going to tell me, Veronica, you got to get up, you got to call this client, <laughs> you right. got to work on this. Hey, by the way, did you remember to do this paperwork? And da da, you know, all these things. So it is good to have a person that can hold you accountable. Typically, that is going to be your accountant, and it's just important to make sure that you write it down. You can look back at it, and you really understand. Okay, this is the focus now for the back half of the year or wherever point you are in the year because it's never too late to make changes to your business for the good. So yeah. Michelle, just like that, we're to the end of the show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Forgot how fast the time goes, but thank you so much for joining as always. And for those that uh, need accounting services, Michelle is the owner of Michelle Tross CPA, LLC. <laughs> Girl, I know. I'm just saying, I I love it. And uh, her website is com. And thank you so much, Michelle, for hanging in there with me and continuing to do this monthly CPA chat. I get a lot of great feedback from folks that say they learn a lot from our conversation. So I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's I think it's awesome that we get this opportunity to do this because just being able to share our experiences, our knowledge with fellow business owners out there is is so rewarding.
0: Absolutely. So I just want to thank the listeners for tuning in, and we have a new time for the Veronica Edwards Show. It is ten a.m. now on on Wednesdays, and you can stay connected to all things Biz Radio Asheville by going to bizradio.us. Thanks again, Michelle, and until next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events,
1: and more.